are in the living room. And this is what you might call a, min is it minimalistic living room? But it's very nice. It's got a nice fire, a lamp. So today we're talking about um, what we do in the living room. But it could be, you know, in, a, in another room of the house. It's wherever you do your homework, children. Do you like that word? A lot of sad faces when I said that, homework. Yay. So what I thought we would do, I'm going to interview two families in church. And these families have children. And they have to balance, you know, time spent with them playing and having fun and setting the boundaries for homework. And I've chatted to a few people, you know, because David and I, we had three sons. And not a lot's changed when we had our boys, other than they didn't have all the computer things. But we still have the times that we have to say, right, that's that, you get down to your homework. So I just want to see how these families, what they do, how they set boundaries. So the first couple up, and I've asked this couple because their daughter is called Panez. <laughs> and Panez, she makes me laugh. Because Panez, I believe, has been doing so well at school. She's like one of the top pupils. And I said, oh, Panez, that's wonderful. What do you want to be when you leave school? She said, I'm going to be a doctor. I went, wow, that's really good. Saw her the other week. And apparently she's been going to, is it the chill factor? So I said, she's changed her mind. She's not been a doctor, she's been a ski instructor instead. <laughs> so, just made me laugh like doctor, ski instructor, not a lot of difference. So I thought I would ask Afrang and Parto to come up. That's right, give them a clap. <clears throat> Now, they're very, very nervous, they're wondering what these questions are going to be. Come on into my living room. Come, come. come. You all right? Yeah, really good. Right. So, the first question, right, for you is, right, you have to balance the time you spend playing and having fun with Panez and the time when you say, right, so how do you do that? How do you set the boundaries? Um, I prefer, uh, first she do, uh, she does uh, her homework, uh, but I let her uh, use uh, uh, um, television for a long time because uh, it helped to uh, know English better and better. Uh, I know we must say to children it's uh, be for short time, but uh, it helped not to her, to me as well, to know English better. Take the ponies to the school and pick up her from the school and she always check the uh, homework here. Yeah. Actually, Pato has got the. Pato checks the homework. Yes. 
everything. So do they still do that from school? Do you have a homework diary that you look at to see if they've done yes. all that they've been set? Yes. Yeah. Do you uh, have set times when you say, right, this is, this is the day or this is the time when we have fun together and we don't work? Yes. Actually, mm, mm, I spend the time with the ponies every Saturday. Yeah, because I'm working from the right. Monday to Friday. Sometimes I play with the ponies at the, when I come back from the job, from the work. Right. So you have a time when you come yes. home? Yes. So you always have a time together. Do you make that priority to make sure you have time as a family? Yes. Yeah? It's short time, but yes. <laughs> yeah, short time. Yeah. But you have time together? Yes. So how is Panaz, I've already said a little bit, but how is she doing at school? She's, she's fantastic. She's okay. Okay. All of the teachers happy from okay. Panis. And that, when you think Panaz has language uh, problems as well, well, she's learning English and Farsi, so I think she teaches Afrang and Parto. She's teaching you the English? Yes. 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 So thank you both. Are you okay? Yes. Well okay. done. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And the next family, now we've known this family for quite a while and I so admire them when we go to their house, uh, how they brought up their children, um, the times they've set with them. So I've just asked them to come and share what they do and how they split the time. You know, there's a saying that says, uh, the family that prays together stays together, but also the family that plays together stays together. So I want to invite Bob and Margareta up again. Yay. Okay. So come into my... It's a bit warm near the fire, so you might want to just step back a bit. Yeah, okay. So, Bob, you've had the questions. I just want you both to share... What you do at home, with the television, with homework, with how you have fun times together as a family. Okay. You know, the Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go, so that when he grows, he will not depart from it. And also the scripture says, he who hears the word of God and does it is like someone who builds his house on a rock. But he who does not do according to the word of God is some, like someone who builds his house on a sand. So we have decided that we'll let our children uh, grow up knowing the word of God. So uh, we have two approaches. I will talk about why we do it, which is the word of God. And then Margareta will tell you how we do it. So the uh, Bible tells us that uh, in Second Timothy verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And then also Romans 15 verse 4 says, for whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Because we know in life, uh, uh, the storms of life come to everybody. But when you have the word of God, then you have that which is 
unmovable, something you can stand on. In our own lives, we have seen that it is the Word of God which has sustained us. So passing it on to our children is something we have uh, really want to do. Uh, we are really doing. So Magdalena will tell you how we do it. Uh, you already know we have three children, and um, every morning we pray for them. Um, Bob actually always lay his hands upon them and, and pray for them and bless them. And then from Monday to Saturday, um, when we come back from school and from work, we normally have like a, a Bible reading after we've had our dinner. We, we normally read from the New Testament, and um, we discuss what we've read, and then we ask them what lesson they've learned from what we've read. And uh, they, they always come up with so many things. Sometimes I actually just surprises me because they, they know the word of God, which uh, they, they, they uh, sometimes when I ask them questions, which I sometimes don't know myself, they are able to give me the answer, which I, I'm so grateful for. And then on Sundays, we have like a, a praise and worship where we thank God, we praise God, we worship God, thank God for the week that has passed and commit the week that is coming uh, into his hands. So in the nutshell, that's what we do with our children, to know Christ more because without Christ, actually we are nothing. And then the uh, homework bit is Saturdays around 5 to 6. That's the time we set for homework. But the eldest one, Dinam, she does her homework almost every day in the evening. But the fun bit is what we have also set aside for Saturday evenings, what we call quality family time, where we normally, instead of sitting in the dining room to eat, we come and sit down in the living room. And then we have some programs, favorite programs like uh, Jesse Duplantis, uh, Mary Hart, That's Good, and then some uh, music to listen to, some from Africa, and then some from here. So we sit around and, and then ha have a meal together, and then we give them the time to also uh, request for some of the songs that they like, that we play them, most of them on YouTube. So we sit down, and then uh, the two of us, first, sometimes we also dance alongside them. So that is the fun bit. In addition to what Pastor Claire shared the other day, we, there's a park near our house. On Saturdays also, we go there just to play. And sometimes uh, the girls also play football with me. So. Uh, that's the fun bit of how we bring the children up. Bobby, you just said that you do, you know, Pastor Claire said about uh, going to the park, but she also said, ask the children what they want to do. Do you do that? Do you ask them what they would like to do on a Saturday? Uh, we, in fact, the family quality time has become something that they look forward to yeah. because of how we uh, just uh, play around, uh, then a uh, request for music. So. Uh, we don't normally ask them what do they want for this Saturday, but right. the family quality there has become something they all look up to. So it's right. like, hey, we're looking forward to that. So yeah. uh, nothing beside that uh, per se. Yeah. Yeah. So they're just happy to have this time with mum and dad and, and family. Yeah. yeah. yeah and that's so important in family. Yeah. yeah. Very important. Yeah. Thank you, Bob and Margaret. Yay. Thank you. Right, so this week, <clears throat> as you can see, we are um, in the front room, the living room, 
parlor, as they used to call it. And it's a time where you spend together, mostly as a family, together in the living room. And um, I know that children don't always do their homework in the living room because sometimes there's distractions. But wherever they do it, then there's got to be a time when you split it. This is family time. Now you have to get down to study time. And it's important that you do. Uh, Bob's just quoted the scripture that I was going to use today. And that's Proverbs 22.6. And Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way they should go. It doesn't say discipline a child in the way they should go. It says train. You know, when you, um, when you start a new job or whatever you're doing, there is a training time. And it's the responsibility that God has given to you as a parent to train up your child. Now, you have to train your child in... It's very important that, that like Bob and Margaretta and the others, in, in the Word of God, that's paramount importance. But also your child needs to develop life skills. We've seen um, over the years a great change in children when you're out shopping. And a lot of the things have changed from years ago. And one of the main things that I've seen that has altered in children is respect. There's no respect in a lot of them for authority. There's no respect the teachers, there's no respect for police. And it's up to you as a parent to start building in that respect for others in your child. So when it's saying train up a child in the way he should go, you give him life skills that will stay with him. The life skills will build your child's character. And if your child hasn't got a good character, then they're going to fall by the wayside and be pulled in by what the world values are, not what uh, God's values. So you build up the life skills which include respect, honourable. You know, you teach your child it's always good to speak the truth. Because once you start telling lies, one lie leads to another lie, and then people don't trust you anymore. So you lose that trust. And that's not good for them out in the world and out in the workplace. You teach your child to be obedient. So I looked at Ephesians 6, 1 to 4. And this is for you, boys and girls, that are sat here today. This is what God says to you. He says that you have to obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And it says in the Ten Commandments, I think it's number five, that you honor your mum and dad so that your life will be long. Do you want a long life? Yeah? Children, do you want a long life? This is the first promise. A long life will come from honoring your parents. And the way you honor your parents is you do what they say. You follow their teaching. You follow their example. But I think that goes on about fathers as well. 
Fathers, don't exasperate your kids. I know sometimes you come in from work and you're tired and, you know, there's times, it's the worst time when you're tired that the devil can get in. And sometimes you can just be a bit brusque when you don't intend to be and it's because you're tired. But, you know, you to honour your kids as well. I wonder if, if this speaks to any of you. Have you ever had a phone call and your child goes to answer the phone and you say, who is it? Oh, it's such a body. Oh, tell them I'm not here. Tell them I've gone out. So the child says, oh, they're not here at the moment. So what is that? Has anybody done that? I'll hold my hand up, yeah. And it's so easy, sometimes we forget. We're setting standards. So what are you showing your child if you do something like that? So fathers and mums, you to honour your children as well. And I loved it when Pastor Claire said last week, was it, or the week before, ask your children what they want to do. It's important. You know, we noticed today as well, a lot of them, they have the finger exercise regular. You never see their eyes. I'm sure that the fingers will go all bent when they get older because they're forever. They don't even have to look. Have you seen how they do text? Because I'm like, mm, 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 mm. They're just, mm, mm. But sometimes, you know, children lose that art of conversation. We don't talk to one another. We don't speak to one another. I'll send you a text. So sometimes it's good just to sit and talk with your kids. Do you know, our boys now, they're all men, they're all grown up, we have grandchildren now. But you know, our boys, they don't talk about things that we bought them or... Um, you know what they remember? They remember the times when we had fun together. And they're passing that on to their children. They remember the times when they went fishing with the dad. When he had to sort out three fishing lines as well as his own because they were all in tangles and knots and they sit there and laugh about it. But that's what they remember. So, you know, when you are out, when you're walking in the park, when you spend time, do you know what you're making for your children? You're making memories. And these are good memories that they will have, that they will pass on to their children. If you're the kind of family that never has fun time, then your children will just do, they'll find it somewhere else, but it won't be in the family. So, you know, we watched um, Scott. Thank you, Scott. It wasn't easy, that, I know. But if you noticed, he had two lots of Play-Doh that were really soft and manageable, but then he had the green one. Now, that green one had been in our oven for nearly a day. Kept putting it back, taking it, putting it back. Said, Scott said we have to leave it in. And so it made it dry and hard to handle. And this is what can happen to a child's heart. 
A child's heart can become hard, unteachable. So we want hearts to be soft, and your hearts too. Don't get ever where you think that you know it all or you're beyond being taught something. Don't harden your heart. Leave your heart soft where God can mold it. It says in Ezekiel 36, 26, I will give you a new heart. You'll take away the heart of stone. I did have some little stones with me to see what we could do with them. You can't do anything. You can't mold a stone. A stone is set. So God wants you to keep a soft heart that's teachable. And children, when your heart's soft, you'll obey your parents, you'll listen to them, you'll follow what they're saying and teaching you because they only want the best for you. So we have to strike that balance. You have to have times when you spend together, times when you set your days, times when you set your evenings. And you have to make that work. That's a choice, parents, that you make. You know, you can say, oh, I'm too busy, I'm too, I can't, I'm doing this. No, it's so important that you set a time. It's either a day, like Bob and Margaret had to do on the Saturdays. Saturday, and what do the children do? They look forward to Saturday evening with mum and dad. So don't forget the times that you set. Can I just... Um, I want to set you a challenge. For you with families and with children, I want you to look at what you're doing in your families. I want you to look at the times you're having together. Are we having times together as a family? Are we knitting together as a family as a whole? Are we making sure that we have this time? But then also, are you checking that they're doing the studies, they're doing the homework? Do you know, parents, I know it's not easy. Sometimes it's a lot easier to give in to your kids. It makes life sometimes a lot easier. But it doesn't do them any favours. It doesn't do them any good to always be giving them exactly what they want. God doesn't do that with us. So sometimes it's hard to say no, but many times this is what you have to do to raise up children with character. They have to know that word no. And do you know when you're playing games with them, we had a grandson and when he was little he always had to win. He was very upset if he didn't win. So he wasn't taught how, you know, it's the game and if you lose it doesn't matter. You can't win everything. And he got very upset if we didn't let him win. But we didn't do him any favours by letting him win. So sometimes you have to learn to say, no, this isn't right. No, this is, you cannot do that. No, we're turning the television off. No, we're turning off your computer. You've had enough time on that. And we're going to get down to your homework. And when you've done that, then we'll see what we can do. Do you know, I was talking with Scott, and, you know, he's, um, he's single at the moment. It won't be very long, though. I'm speaking this out for you, Scott. There's a nice young lady for you. And, you know, he'll make a wonderful father. The things he was telling me, 
how they sat with his nephew. And he said, what they're doing, I thought this was really good. If they're playing a game, if it's time to go, they don't just say, right, come on, we're going, pack up. Because then the little boy's like, oh, no, I don't want, I don't. What if they say to him, right, 10 minutes, and then we're going? And then they'll say, you're five minutes left. And then he's quite happy then to pack things up and go. And I thought, Scott, that's very wise. I've got to say, <laughs> I was impressed with Scott. So that was like doing it in, in a nice way. Not just saying, right, because, you know, for this little boy, that game was important to him. So he knew he'd 10 minutes left to finish what he was doing. So it's important, families, let's spend time together. Let's make our families a happy home, a home where we have fun, but where we also have study. Because when you study, you get good marks at school, and that makes your mum and dad really happy. And if you want to be a doctor, or if you want to be a ski instructor, then you have to do well at school. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Father. Father, I just thank you today. I thank you for each family in this church. I thank you for your wisdom that you teach us, Father, how to raise our children, to follow you, and, Father, how we should be with them. So I just pray, Father, for a blessing on each family today. Father, may they know you more. May they have strength. May they have wisdom that comes from you. And, Father, we're believing for mighty men of God that are developing here to carry on and bring the gospel of Jesus Christ into this nation and into this land, Father. So we thank you, Father, today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.